Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. I just got you Field Gates. I'm done. So, so that's it. That's it. See, banana again, and Field I mean, Gates. The, the guy books one guest. <laughs> the guest. And I brought you banana. And I appreciate that. But now you're going to just mail in the final two hours yeah, of the show? That's exactly right. No. Yep. No. Yep. Uh, no. Uh, yep. Fine. You know what? We'll talk Aaron Rodgers and the Jets for the next two hours. Uh, yeah. And we'll crush them and you'll be able to say nothing about it. You'll be right back in. So why don't we talk about the Giants? How about that? That's fine. The big win coming up. I guess the Eagles. They, they better not. Oh, yeah. They better not. I hope Sirianni plays nobody. I, I would say I want the Jets to win, but I don't want the Jets to win. I want the Jets to lose. Because well, you don't want the Patriots to win. Well, I want the Patriots. No, I want the Patriots to win. Oh, yeah, you do want the Patriots to win. Because yeah. the, the Patriots win, the Giants win, the Giants, yep. bloop, right ahead of New England. <laughs> All right, let's up, bloop into Le- some problem. Raymond, bloop. He knows sports. What if we made you like an ice crew member for the Islanders? An ice cream vendor? And he's very humble. Your mother. So now it's time to see if you can stump Rothenberg. So I love paying attention. They got silver. Who is silver? That's the first one of the year. Here it is. You said you have a great question. I think it is a good question. RJ has the five pack. Who did the five pack last week? The five pack was bad, remember? Jolio. Well, there you go. Oh, there you go. Let's, do we have to pile on? Now you're just being mean. Mm-hmm. Apparently what, so. What should we do? I think we should just to avoid piling on. Okay. He didn't know who the man was in front of his girlfriend and his dad. Isn't that enough? So, I never met him. It doesn't matter. And I didn't know who he was. How is that a, a negative on He you? said his name's Jolio. <laughs> I don't Although he, he did treat Jolio like a complete pigeon. Like a pigeon. Let's go to Andy and Merrick, and this is how we start. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, 98.7 drive time. Good to have you guys back in the fold. You missed us, didn't you? Uh, very much so. David, we'll go an NFL question for you. Mm-hmm. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. The all-time leader in non-offensive touchdowns, <laughs> meaning defense and or special teams. Name them. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking Devin Hester too, but it's got it's got to be a defensive guy. I think Harry Carson had a lot, but I don't think he's the answer. Um, so so we're looking at most non-offensive touchdowns, right? That's the question. Twenty in total. Twenty. It's not Devin Hester. Um, Dion. Twenty though. I would say Hester's my Hester would have been my that was my initial was Hester. I think he had six in a season. It's not Deron Bland, even though he has a lot this year. He's not oh, that good, though, anymore. He's such a bad guy. Um, Eric Allen, I think, had a bunch. So you think it's Hester? Hester didn't play defense. He was only special teams, right? Yeah. Rod Woodson had a lot. Mm-hmm. This is the first one of the year, so I don't want to. I don't want to lead you astray here. I'm just telling you, my initial gut was was has to. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Postseason count or regular season only? Regular season. All right, let's let's go with Devin Hester. Dion had 19 oh. and Devin Hester had 20. Yes. Oh, all right, there oh, we go. Yeah, baby. That's oh, one. Now I'm done. Now, now done. you're now you're really. Well, you done. don't think I've deserved to take the rest of the show off? But, but why? Yates, banana, question right. It's a trifecta. So that's it? All right, that's fine. You, why don't you sit back? It's the hat trick experience. Let's go to Noah in Bergen. Noah, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, guys. Good Happy morning. New Year. Welcome back. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome. Okay, here's good, your question. Good morning. Good morning. good morning, Noah. Good morning. 
Are we good to go? We know, now we are, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, Dave, yeah. who is the last non-quarterback to throw an interception for the New York football Giants? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd have to think about this. Probably a running back. Non-quarterback. So, if, so if, I'm thinking either it's it's a punter on like a, a field goal or a running back. But I don't know the answer, and it's going to take me forever to think about this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess, and I'm not gonna be right. You love this question, Rick, or no? It was the last giant non-quarterback, non-quarterback? To an interception? You want how, re- how recent was no. it? I'd like to know how recent it was. How re- it was within the last 10 years. Oh. 10 years. It was the only pass he threw ever for Re- the Giants. That's interesting. Has, was Jeff, I was thinking Jeff Fiegels. Could it be Jeff Fiegels? Tiki Barber? He's not 10 years, though, huh? So that goes back to 14. So it's from 2014 to, to today, right? That's right. So it's, it can't be Fiegels. Uh, I don't. I don't have the answer. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess Riley Dixon. If that's not correct, the answer in 2017 in a 12 to nine victory against the Kansas City Chiefs, it was Shane Vereen. All right. So he, he got me. You wouldn't have got that one. No. Here's the thing, though. Do you love that question? Uh, do you no, have I any love interest? That, well, do you no, have not any really, but it's, I know. guess because it's a Giants question. I guess, but it's not like you can't get me on Giants questions. It's just like, I, I don't know. Listen, you, he got me. I he give him a win on it. That's it. I just, I, I'm, I don't think that's great. Um, that's, that's just me. wouldn't be a question that I asked. If, if you were out with friends no. and someone said, hey, who was the last Giant non-quarterback to throw an interception? Would you have any interest in discussing that? No, I, unless the game we were watching, someone that wasn't a quarterback threw a touchdown. You, hey, want to know who the last person to do that was? Okay. Let, Green. Let's go to Ken in Mississippi. Ken, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, guys. Good morning, company. I missed, missed you. Glad to have the four of you back. We miss you. Oh, I, I know you do. You know, I'll tell you what. If anybody wants to know why the show is elite, I give them the first five minutes of the show yesterday. They're talking about reverse town drills and oil drills. Right. Uh, elite stuff, Rick. Right. Good stuff. It's dangerous stuff. I got to try that second one. I got to try that second one. Anyway, David, who holds the longest active winning streak of all time over a, a NFL opponent? It's got to be. The longest winning streak. No, it's not the Jets. It's it's Kansas City over Denver. No, they lost it. No, they lost to Denver. No, yeah, but I think it was wasn't it more than fifteen? Yeah, but they, but they lost to Denver just recently. Lost to Denver. So it's an active streak. Well, but it's active? active. Oh, it's active. Yeah, not active. No, longest winning streak over a single opponent ever. Not active. I apologize. Ever. Oh, I thought he said active. No. Um, I did. I misspoke. I mean, Jets it? right now is fifteen. Yeah, but Denver and Kansas City was longer. I think it was longer. I think it was it was sixteen. I bet you it's going to be New England. Over who? Somebody. Well, it's us it, right now. Was it's it fifteen. Buff- was it Buffalo at one point? I thought. I, I, I Would thought you that, think it was? No, I thought that. I thought the Kansas City was, but I don't know which team now. I don't forget which. I thought it was Denver, but, yeah, I, but thought I don't Kansas think City was the longest. I don't know. And I checked this multiple sources, so. This guy's thought, all jacked up. I thought it was Look at this guy. Those little shorty shorts. Longest winning streak over a single opponent. Think about it. Come on, I'm focused. Thinking, please. Is it is it current? Is no, it, we is can't it, we can't get too wrong here. Not is it current. The, not current. It's not so, current. It's, right, so it's not the Jets. No, no, no. It's not active. It's not current. I know Washington, Washington and Detroit. Not out of another team. Washington and Detroit was long at some point. San Francisco over the Rams was long at some point. 
Patriots. How do you know all this stuff is amazing. Patriots Bills, but I don't think it was more than fifteen. <clears throat> I'll give you a hint. The record is twenty consecutive wins. Dolphins Bills. It is the Dolphins over the Buffalo Bills in nineteen seventy. There you go. Yeah, it was like yep. a decade a decade long, right? Okay, so that's that's good. Nice. The Buffalo Beatles were, the Beatles were back. There. We're back, baby. Okay. All right, then. Let's go to Colby and Asbury Park. Colby, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Oh, I missed you guys dearly. So <laughs> let's go. I'm going to go NFL. Okay. Um, as a fan of the New York Jets, I'm very familiar with abysmal failure and not scoring any points. Okay. So I ask you, which... Is the uh, what was the most recent team to get shut out in the postseason? I want the year in the team. It's a good question, though. Um, postseason shutout. Well, I know the Giants shut out the uh, the Niners, but that wasn't the most recent. Sorry, RJ. Um, the Chiefs got shut up by the Texans, I think. Giants got shut out too by the Panthers. Jets shut out the Colts, but I think, and I'm not sure. Is it the Texans over the Chiefs? Flip them around. Oh, it's thirty nothing. Chiefs beat the Texans. There you go. I don't know why I thought it was the Texans beat the Chiefs. Oh, that's wrong. Uh, ten years ago, nine years, twenty fifteen. Yes, sir. Okay. Well done. Well, not really. I got it wrong. Uh, kind of. Not kind of. We got half of it right. Giants lost to the Panthers, twenty three nothing. Jets beat the Colts forty-one mm-hmm. nothing. Those those are probably some of the most recent ones too. I bet you those are within the the, the five most recent ones. Probably yeah. Uh, Giants Vikings forty-one nothing at Giants Stadium. Yeah, that's a tough question. I don't I'm, just the credit to you going all the way back. Um, I don't know how you remember. I all that thought stuff. it was the Texans. It was, I remember because they crushed them. It was like the, you know what the weird thing is that you, there's never they're never like ten nothing, fourteen nothing. They're always like destroyed. Yeah, like 30, 40. Like big, big, big numbers. Uh, D in Brooklyn. D, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Like the Rangers game last night. That was not good. Uh, good the Rangers did score. Yeah. Uh, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good morning. All right. Um, Dave, uh, the 2008 NFL draft currently still have five players active that were actually drafted. Can you name them? So 2008... Um, that's the Jets took Vernon Golston that year, I believe. Is that right? Oh, 2008? I think so. Oh my goodness, what are we in 2024 now? Um, 2008, the Jets took. I think the Giants took Kenny Phillips because that's the year the Giants won, and then they took Kenny Phillips. Oh boy! Um, oh God! Oh, well, two thousand eight. So that's how many years in the league is Deshaun Jackson in that? Is he still considered active? Oh, I know. I got one. I got oh. one. I got one. Flacco. Yeah, that's one. Okay, Calais Campbell. That's that's two. Wow. Uh, is Deshaun Jackson considered active or no? No, no, he's retired actually. Chad Henney? No. You got to go back now. Mm. Ooh. Does it have the? Does one of them have any New York flair to it? Uh, yes, actually. Two of them. Two of them do. Two of them. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Brown. Oh yeah, he's, he's ancient, right? So that's, that's not nice. That's not I nice. mean, as far as NFL players, he's like 38 years old. Um, 
And we got two more now? Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is a real tough question. You want a hint, Dave? Uh, one of them is a quarterback. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. What round pick? Uh, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. So they got older players in the league. I'm trying to go I through the league. I thought Chad Henney was a good one. Is he not active anymore? No, he, he uh, retired, man. Okay. Remember they keep the Chiefs. The, the Chiefs. Oh, that's right. About? That's right. But he was last year. He played right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the playoffs. Did the Jets call Chad Henney? Was that a report earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. He's old. I don't know if he's old enough. What team you think? What about Slater in New England? He's still there playing. Matt, Matthew Slater. One. That's yeah. a long time. How do you know yeah, this? That's the fourth one. I'm just trying to go through older. I'm just trying to go through older. You think he's gonna be a Hall of Famer? Yeah. I'm just trying to go through the older players that are in the league still. So is this last one the one that has New York flavor to it? You said yeah, there was two more, and we got Dwayne Brown. Yeah, he, he, he and actually a quarterback. played for the Giants and the Jets. He played for the Giants and the Jets. The Giants and the Jets. Josh Johnson. Oh yeah. There you go. Yes! I didn't even know he's active. All right, good job. You, you, won. Good job, you got that man. one. Yes. There you go. That's a tough question. Uh, yeah. Well, I think once you kind of get that one. years. Once you kind of get like around the age. I felt good about my Calais Campbell one. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to uh, Chris and Beth Page. Chris, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, guys. Um, who's the only quarterback to have four different coaches in the Super Bowl? To have four different coaches and win a Super Bowl? No, just in the Super no, Bowl. No, there's four coaches. Have four different coaches coaching in the Super Bowl. Head coaches, one quarterback. Well, not Brady. I mean, what quarterbacks have been to four Super Bowls? Oh, to coach him in the Super yeah, Bowl. He had four different coaches coach him in the Super Bowl. Right. Um. Who? I mean, what quarterbacks have been to four Super Bowls? Not Elway. Not Brady. Um, how many Super Bowls did Manning go to? Manning he went had, to four. He right? had Kubiak. He had Dungy. Did they go with Jim Caldwell? I don't think he had four. No. This is a good question. Yeah, this is a good question. Um, I mean, you have to you have to go to four Super Bowls, so, so that that Ooh. that's going to be our first thing. RJ, you have any idea on this one? Well, I think you guys have said Mo- Montana. How about yeah? You Manning. know, maybe it is John Fox. So it's it's Dungy, Kubiak, Caldwell, and Fox. I think I'm, I think we're going to go with um, Peyton Manning. Great job! Perfect. There we go. Wow. Nice job. I got to nice. tell you, I got to tell you. Yeah. Started in the year. Stump D Pietro. No, here's just, what, I'm just saying. Here's what you do. I'm w- saying for a day. Would you like me to sign something for you that you put up in your like man cave? <laughs> Why would you sign something for me to put up in my man cave? Well, because you know what, you've kind of tutored me, mentored me into signing things better, right? I used to have that awful signature. Oh. The most recent signature was so much nicer. So much nicer. If you'd like me to take that new signature and sign something <laughs> for you, I'd, I would be willing to do that. Great. I'm glad I'm glad that we know RJ, that. what do you want to do? Do you want to uh, go to your five-pack? Do you want to take another call I have two? a question, you animal. I forgot about you. I always forget about your uh, question. I'm not, I'm not asking more no, questions. No, no, stop it. Ask your question. Are you ready for me? He said it's a great one, too. All right, well, no, because you brought this up. I think it's topical. You brought up uh, Montez Sweat the other day. Mm-hmm. So he leads the Bears in sacks, and he leads the Commanders in sacks. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me the two players that have led the league in sacks with two different teams? Not at the same time, just two different teams. Led the league in, in sacks. Season, led the yes, league. Led the league in sacks with two different teams. So you think Reggie White? You think Von Miller? That's a good question. Not as obvious. To Marcus Ware. I'm just, I'm just I know, you're just spitball. I'm just saying yeah. it's not as... Not as obvious. I actually like this player a lot when he played. For some reason, I don't know all right. why. All right, all right. So, um, so it's not going to be Reggie White, then. Nope. 
Not Von Miller, you said. Von Miller was a healthy scratch last week. RJ, what does Von Miller have? Like two tackles this well, he's, season? He's old at this point. Um, Rams and Steelers, Kevin Green. Yes, that's one. Yes. Now, the sack only became a, a statistic in 82. So Lawrence Taylor did a bunch, but obviously never played anywhere else. I would have thought, but you said no, that Reggie White, Packers, Eagles, but you said no. All right, let's think. Let's see, no Von Miller. DeMarcus Ware, no. Cowboys, Broncos. Chiefs, Vikings. It's the right two teams. Jared Allen. Yes. Boom. It's a good question. Nice. That's a good question. Thank you. You really, you're really having a good day no. today. <laughs> Somebody sign something for you? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, RJ, that's, would you agree that's a good question from him? He always has good questions. Not always. It's troubling you forget about him. Sometimes. No, 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 no. They're not always great. He has great. no real respect. That for was great. I'm sitting here telling you that's a great okay, question. Whatever. All right, RJ. Okay. Gerald Henderson. Uh, Duke. Yep. Dustin Keller. Per do. Well done. Was Dustin Keller in the 2008 draft? Mm. Yes. Boy, that's a good question. Yeah, he was. How about that? We've come full circle. That's amazing. The circle of life. That really worked out nicely, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. Uh, this person was not in the 20, uh, 2008 NFL draft. That would be Darren Collison. Uh, Kansas. No, you're thinking of Nick Collison. Oh, uh, UCLA. There you go. Point guard number two, yeah. So I'm not going to hold that against you. Right, you didn't even realize, the first two questions you asked, he was on his phone. Like, this is how easy this is for him. Well, he, did, well, he just had a little slip up there. Right. Nick Collison, you're Nick thinking. Collison, number four, Kansas. Darren Collison, number two, UCLA. <laughs> there you go. Javid Best. Now, is this a football player? Yeah, running back. Yeah, Cal? Yeah. Yeah, number four. It's amazing four. you don't know who I'm talking about, no. but you know where they went to school. J-A-H-V-I-D. You know how to spell his name, and you don't know who I'm talking about. I it's say, a, I, yeah. beautiful mind. <laughs> small running back. Your mind Are you a sizest? No, I like small no, running No, it backs. makes sense. Yeah, I like carrots. <laughs> Finally, surprised I haven't asked you about this player yet, Danny Green. He's come from on. Long Island. Actually, come on. Come on. He went to St. Mary's in Long Child, Island for high play. school. That's right. Answer the question. North Carolina. Yep. Come on. Right. Yeah, ask another come one. On. No, I can't, I can't accept no. the, the, the Danny Gross. Hmm. All right. So you would like something significantly more difficult. Though. Speaking of Long Island basketball. Yeah. Luhai. Yeah. Did you say they played Montverde? Ooh. They lost badly. Oh, they did? Yeah. Yeah. Cooper Flagg had like 24 oh. points in that game. Where was that game at? The Palm City Classic, so somewhere in, watch in, them play. in uh, somewhere in Florida. He, now he's going to ask me a real tough one, and I'm not going to get it. No, right. you'll get it. Ike Hilliard. He's a giant. You didn't sleep last night. No, I'm. I don't. Listen, I don't. I. I think he's insulting you at this point. F- number eighty-eight, Ike Hilliard, the Uni- University of Florida. I mean, you slipped up on Darren Collison. Oh, yeah. so I, don't I didn't really slip up. I oh, just got yeah, my Collison's confused. Hey, if if this were Jeopardy, you'd, you'd have <laughs> gotten it wrong. Did I do okay for you? I think you did great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That was nice. It did. Well, it was. Well, you were very helpful. It got a little contentious there at the end. Ike Hilliard. Come on, RJ. Deuce McAllister. Ole Miss. Deucey. Well done. Yeah. Speedy Claxton. Hofstra. Charles. Yes. Nice. Marshall Falk. San Diego State. I think I rehab with Speedy Claxton. He's I a think coach you did. I think you said that. Yeah. All right. Good job. No, no. Keep going. All right. Heath Miller. Virginia. Jamal, Jamal McGlure. Kentucky. Now it's impressive. From Toronto, Ontario. Eric yeah. Moltz. Mississippi State, number 80. Bonzi Wells. Miami of Ohio. So that one's Ball State. Oh. Oh. Should right. be familiar with that. It's the Mac. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, but I knew, I knew it was the Mac. You're right. I should have known that. Icky Woods. 
Eldrick? Yep. Nevada? No. Correct state. UNLV? Yep. Yeah. I, I think we've had enough. No, no. I, I want to keep going. <laughs> no. I want to make the rest of the show. No. One more. I want to end one more where I get, and then we'll be done. Ryan Tannehill. Texas A&M. Good job. Okay. That's it. Done. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. That's weird. It could be a stuffed hippopotamus. Nah, I don't think be she's a full size. What does she want protection? You would want to hire a bodyguard. She no. doesn't need a full size hippopotamus. Why? What's the bodyguard going to do to my hippo? How do you know the hippo doesn't turn on her? How do you, you don't know that? I'll tell you right now. I roll up the, the street in New York City with a hippo. Yeah, no problem. You, how are you going to do that? You're going to walk it yeah. on a leash? I'll ride it. You're gonna, I walk the hamster. You're gonna, you're gonna he'll, do it, he'll do whatever he wants. Who's yeah. stopping you? You're going to ride the hippo? Yeah. I'll tell you what. I don't I'm think you walk make it the 10 minutes with the hippo. I think it either turns on you and no. kills you or you're arrested no, no. for I having a, an endangered animal. No. Well, maybe that. But I get a baby hippo and I and I raise it like my own. Ride the hell out of that hippo. No, I don't, I don't, think, love it. I don't think it works like that. I think it does. I don't think so. RJ, if I offered you a baby... First of all, how big is a baby hippo? Uh, like a newborn baby, yeah, probably like hundreds of pounds. No, you, you think it's it's not like a child? It's not like it's a probably nine... a couple. It's probably a couple hundo. Okay, it gets to four thousand pounds. RJ, I'm giving you a It'd baby like hippo. It... You want it? Baby uh, hippos typically weigh fifty to hundred yeah, pounds. pounds. Yeah, that's not that bad. Hundred pounds. Yeah, Milo's ninety something. He's eight. Right, so he doesn't get to four thousand pounds. I get him at hundred. There's zero chance. Give me a sixty-five pound baby hippo. There's zero. I'll raise it like you it's wouldn't my know own. how to raise it. Well, how do you raise a hippo? What do you do? What do you feed this? Breastfeed it. You bre- <laughs> how are you? How are you gonna breastfeed it? Uh, did, did you watch Meet the Falkers? You have the fake, the fake teat, and I put some hippo milk in it. They continue to grow in size until they're twenty-five. Look at that upside. Right. How are you when gonna send them to college? When the hippo grows up, it's gonna say, "I was born here." Stop. I was breastfed here. I put them in my pool in the backyard. Uh huh. So we can learn how to do all the water stuff. And I'll feed it whatever. That just, they just kind of know that when they come out of They're the room, right. no? Yeah. yeah, so I'll throw them in there, and then we'll just be my my little buddy. You wouldn't want to. Yeah, yeah, of course I would want a hippo. You don't know. How they do turn? you know the hippo? Why would the hippo turn to me? Why would he not? Because he why doesn't would know. It? That it's, not a, it's not a domesticated animal. Yeah, but he thinks I'm his, his dad. So why would he turn to me? It's not like I'm going to What happened anything. to his mom? But Cassie would be his mom. No, no, what happened to his actual mom? How does he He doesn't know. Actually, this is this is not a good outlook. It says, a hippopotamus yeah. is impossible to tame. Raising a hippo from birth is not recommended because hippos are wild animals uh-huh. and can be dangerous even in captivity. They are t- territorial and aggressive, and their behavior can be unpredictable. So, See? Right, but he comes from a loving home. I'm he like would, Steve Irwin. I know. Yeah, you, can, but you cannot have a hippo. I would run the e- risk. Easy to train while young, but as they See? become older, they become more right. pre- unpredictable, which can be harmful. That's what I want. I want unpredictability. <laughs> You're right. right. I don't know. You don't know what's going to happen with that hippo. 
Oh, I know. If, I come riding cra- to work on a hippo. You are in, riding to work on it. Could you imagine going in the LIE? <laughs> Rolling, on, up, on hippopotamus. rolling up 66 on a hippo. Uh, Robert Sala was on the K show yesterday, as he is every every week, every Monday. Typically Monday. Yesterday was Tuesday because obviously the Jets, uh, or it was New Year's uh, Day on Monday. Obviously. But, <laughs> obviously. With some gave all. Um, Robert Sala was on the K show. Did you ever feel like your job was in jeopardy? Interesting. No, you don't have time to think about that stuff. Mm-hmm. You're just focusing on the moment. You're focusing on trying to do the best job for your players. If you're worried about next year, you're worried about the past. It just it doesn't do anyone any good. And I've said it before. There's two types of those who have been fired and those who are about to get fired. And you've got to stay in the moment. You got to stay disciplined. The players are counting on you to put your best foot forward, just like we're counting on them to put their best foot forward. So worrying about external noise and worrying about jobs and all that stuff that's not our place. That's for all of you guys. Uh, says it. Do you? I mean, you, you're closer to this than me. You think he never thought about his job? Was never worried about that? I mean, if Robert Sala were to get fired, you could argue he would never get another job again. I'm not saying definitively, but you could say that there was a real chance of that happening. Yeah. What I also think, I mean, when that whole thing came out about you know him texting back and forth with Joe Beningo, one of the things that came up was that Robert Sala in the text messages was defending, you know, look at what these coaches do with no when their starting quarterback gets hurt, and with the list of the records. See, here's the thing, though. I don't, you don't know, I don't know, RJ doesn't know, Raymond doesn't know what the conversations were inside that building once Aaron went down. So maybe he didn't. Like, maybe the conversation was, hey, Aaron's hurt. He's not going to play the rest of the season. Well, maybe at the end of the season, if we're still in it, don't worry. We're going to run it back next year. I mean, if that's the case, yeah, of course you're not worried about your job. I just don't understand how you're bringing everybody back. Like, especially on the offensive side of the ball. How bad, how bad, like, you look at the numbers, man. Bru- They're Bru- grotesque. No, I mean, RJ put it in the, in the look ahead yesterday, in the looky look. which I noticed, and yep. it was brutal. And it was like 31st in yards, yep. but one yard more than Carolina That's to right. be last in the entire NFL. The Jets offensively had had a horrendous season. 29th in points, offensive EPA 32nd, QBR 32nd. And when they rank the points for, an, uh, is that, because so, the Jets have scored quite a few points on non-offensive touchdowns. Are they including just how many points you've scored, period? Or how many points the offense has actually scored? I think it's just your average points per game. Okay. so but Because the Jets have had quite a few. They had another one last week against Cleveland, right? They had the, the uh, quite yep. a few touchdowns non-offensive this year. Yeah, they don't they don't score touchdowns. We don't, I mean, they won't score a lot of touchdowns. They, they offensively were awful. Third down percentage, 32nd. Red zone percentage, 32nd. I mean, our, th- our third down conversion rate's the worst since 2015. Red zone, worst since 2012. If you, Okay, here's a question for you. You're, you're Woody Johnson. Now, I know that Woody beats to his own drummer. I get that. You're Woody Johnson. What would you do after this season? After this season? Yes. I think you... Would you run it back? Yeah, I would probably run it back. Really? Yeah, just uh, simply because I don't know. I haven't seen it. And if I thought it was good enough with with this staff in place, with Aaron as the quarterback... Now, all of a sudden, we make some improvements, and this is what Aaron feels gives him the best chance to win. Then I run it back. If it doesn't work, then I blow it up. So one I can year. Always, I can always blow it up. So one year. Yeah, well, I want to see. Like, now we'll have a – now you give this coaching staff a fair opportunity with the appropriate adjustments, offensive line, whatever you're going to do, and with Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback. And if it doesn't work, then that's it. Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Ira, if you were Woody Johnson, the owner of this team, what would you do right now? If I had a better option, like a Harbaugh type of person, I'd probably blow it up. And if Aaron Rodgers liked it, then so be it. But I understand, you know, they, they're pretty much – I don't know where that better option is. If Harbaugh leaves Michigan, I'd give Harbaugh a blank check. But And let him know, run anything, everything. The whole, the whole organization yeah, is yours. Everything. But yep. you know what the problem is? Woody would never relinquish that type of control to one person. And that's why, and I don't think Harbaugh would come here and work for Woody Johnson. I think that's part of why Belichick left. And Woody's a good man. He spends a lot of money. But I, I, I just think there's a lot of reasons certain people didn't, you know, even entertain coming to the Jets because. But spending you know, money the, does not necessarily equate with having success. No, look what's going no, on in Carolina I, I, right now. Right. No, I, I get it. But once again, and you know how I felt all along, whether it was Tannenbaum, whoever it might be, I have a general manager in place. I have a head coach in place. I'm Woody Johnson. I run. I hire a football person to run my entire organization. And if that man wants to say in personnel, then so be it. But I'm stepping aside. I'm getting older. 
I want to see a Super Bowl. I want to have some some success. You take over the organization. But I just when you had to stop Rothenberg, somebody brought up uh, Vernon Golston. Go go back to '08. There were people within the organization because Pennington's shoulder was he was coming back from the shoulder problem. They weren't sold he was going to be healthy. Okay. They passed on Joe Flacco in that Baltimore got him late in the first round. Now, once again, it trickled into getting Favre later in the summer and so on. But maybe if they had drafted Flacco in 08 and, and Mangini didn't get on the wrong side of Woody Johnson, maybe this whole thing for the last 20 years could have been a completely different story. It's amazing. Yeah, that year they took Golson uh, 6. He stunk. Flacco went 18 in that draft. Flacco was a good NFL quarterback. Uh, Flacco was good, yeah. He was good. I mean, he he had, you know, it's funny, he had an Eli Manning-esque run that year that they won. Well, and he bet on himself, remember? Yeah, because he was a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah. And he signed a monster contract. What did he throw? It was 11, 11 oh. TDs, 0 no, picks? No interceptions. Yeah. But he was he was elite that season, that postseason. He can throw a football, man. Beautiful. He really can. Beautiful arm. Uh, I think started at Pittsburgh and then transferred to Delaware, if memory serves correctly. Um, you would know better than I do. Yeah, I think. Let's go to Mike in the car. Mike, you're on 98.7. So, um, yeah, Dave, I heard you mention Lou High on the radio. I think I think that was pretty cool. Um, cause Mike, turn, turn down anyway. the radio. Turn, I, I turn down, the Mike. Mike, turn down the radio behind you because we're hearing it in the background. My bad, my bad. It's I okay. just did. Um, yeah, yeah. So, Montverde, they're like the first tier in like what they do in basketball. They're number one, yep. but then there's the second tier. And the second, tier, the first team in that second tier would definitely be Lutheran. And the game was overpowered by Montverde, but it wasn't as crazy as how you put it. No, I think I said I think they beat him by like fifteen. Yeah, but okay, they, they 15, played they but, played Stepanak, who has Boogie Flynn, is going to Kentucky, and I think they beat him by like forty the day earlier. Yeah, that was in the state championship last game. But I, I had it. I had a, um, a Jets question, like, okay, in the situation that Aaron Rodgers goes down again. Uh, this is just not, I shouldn't even be saying that, but it is what it is. You just got to plan for the future. Like, do you entertain Russell Wilson as a backup quarterback if he does leave? And 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 also, like, I don't understand the rationale not drafting a quarterback in the first round because if you plan well, on winning, you're not gonna, because the quarterback is not going to help Aaron Rodgers win a championship. Right here comes the airplane. Do you know how much you're going to have? First of all, I'm sure no, no, Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson is not thinks gonna, he's a starting quarterback right, in this he's, league. He's not going to entertain being a backup quarterback there in Rodgers. Second of all, do you know how much you're going to have to pay Russell Wilson? Even if he well, would not agree necessarily. To, you think you're going to get him for nothing? Well, no, I don't think it's nothing, but he's already get he's getting paid $39 million right. from Denver. That, do you remember when you and Canty would say the Giants should make a play for Russell Wilson? Thank God they didn't consider that. Um, well, you also understand. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett was his head coach. But it's not like last season. So much better this season. Well, look at his Mr. Numbers, I just don't think Sean Payton wants him as his quarterback. Well, I think there's a part of Sean Payton that likes the whole "here's the play, let's run it," as opposed to you decide what you like. Oh, I'm gonna just. I I think did you see this that, that there's like ten plays they can run with him? Well, they have yeah, they, they and the really entire playbook they dialed just, the playbook they just can't use. Yeah, well, I think that's partly by choice though. I think Sean Payton was like, "Yeah, okay, we'll try to make it work," knowing that the dynamic this is not of, who he of wants. Russell Wilson in Denver—it's not the kind of quarterback that he wants to. Has not worked. No, but I think that's partly because I don't think Sean Payton really wanted it. Like, no, he inherited was ever really, ever, like was ever really sold on Russell Wilson being his guy. Right. So then, then it's interesting. Well, remember, that to, was because like, you even said it with the whole like how quickly they jumped on Jared Stidham immediately. Oh yeah, and how much they paid him because the first sign they were going to go. They're going to go to Stidham, but but it's interesting that they would. That, that Sean Payton, who you'd have to think it was quite the commodity as a head coach, would jump at a Denver job with a quarterback that he didn't really want. Well, they gave him full. I mean, he's got the ability to do what he wants. And on top of the amount of teams? money. I mean, if, if, well, if you were the Jets, wouldn't you say, yeah, Sean Payton, you can have full autonomy. It's your, the it's Jets your aren't baby. The Jets aren't the Broncos. But he's inheriting a quarterback who he, he doesn't like. Well, I understand that. But the Jets aren't the Broncos. Like, there is, there's more cachet with the Broncos than there's the Jets. I think there's other teams that he could have gone to. Um, Cowboys? Were, yeah, but the Cowboys weren't. The job wasn't available at the time. Uh, Sean Payton is an elite head coach. He was. Yeah. Chargers? Well, listen, we're going to find out. I mean, Sean Payton, yeah, he was an elite coach. But, I mean, again, we haven't. I mean, has he had the success yet? No. 
Not not here, no. But no, he, I mean, he had it in a place where you couldn't win. Like the Saints didn't have any. Like, Saints had less cachet than anybody until. Well, I understand, but you're also talking about like a new generation of player. Like, can he adapt now to? Yeah. What is Sean Payton like? He's got to be in his sixties, right? Um. Yeah. He was so young. That. Dude, yeah, go back, dude. They they told it, it was they, it was reported that week eight was when they went to Russell Wilson before the bye, right? Or right after that game when they beat Kansas City, right? Hey, we want you to, <laughs> we want you to push back this. Uh, yeah. Injury clause? Yeah, but then the league got involved and they weren't allowed to do that. Well, there's no way the league was involved. Of course, and nor, nor should they. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. YouTube TV? Fantastic. Sensational yep. season. Really well done. Sensational. Yep. And this idea I like that I can watch on my be- phone, too. Yeah, I I just locked myself in in the room without the DPH jersey and watched the entire games of, of the day. It must be nice. It's, eh. it's wonderful. Th- there was that one Sunday where they had that one working. hiccup, they, they, I, and I I missed plays in in games, and I was very mad. Oh, okay. Other I, than other than that one hiccup, it's been pretty good. It's been no no, it's been phenomenal, phenomenal. And the idea, remember, it was like they're going to be two and a half minutes behind, and you're there. It's I think it's like fifteen <laughs> seconds behind. It's 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 negligible. It's re- they've done a great. They've job. done a good job. In done, one, yep. I I will gladly give them whatever money it is to have it next season. Yeah, well, yeah, of course you will. No, but I, you would have heard <laughs> no, me. But it doesn't it doesn't matter. Even if it was bad, you'd still no. Pay but them. you would have heard me free every week. Yeah, I would crush what, them. Right, great. I would have. And what would you have done next season? Probably gotten it again. No, no problem. Because well, what choice do you have? But it's nice to know that they they promised and and they delivered. Yeah. is what they did. All right, so. I believe this was a chat with Rich Samini. Garrett Wilson spoke with him yesterday. He said, I don't like this at all, by the way, for you. I don't know what the future holds. I know I'm here for four or five years, and I'm going to do my part and try to make this thing turn over as far as what it's been up to this point. We just have to fix it. We have to play better. We have to win games. We have to do a lot of things better, and I'm a main proponent of that. I've just got to do my part. I don't like the fact that he's even thinking about I'm here for four or five years. Well, he was asked the question. I mean that's the that's the reality of it though. But I, mean, I like the, it. It's the business of the sport. Well, I know you don't like it, but I mean, have you given him any reason to say yeah, I want to be a Jet for life? Well, he's a star, and I don't like that my star player, one of my few star players, is thinking about I, I'm I'm here for four or five years. I don't like any part of that. No, but I can't blame him. 
I'm not saying I blame him, but the fact now, that you he's, think he's even reached, thinking that is upsetting. Right, but you think that he feels like this season he's reached his his potential? The fact that he gets to 1,000 yards with this sloppy quarterback is pretty remarkable. It's remarkable, but does he, I mean, you don't think in his mind he thinks he should be talked about as one of the best receivers in the NFL? I'm and sure. if he had an actual quarterback I'm to sure. do that? All right, so, but that's the whole, that's the goal. Like, the goal is to win, yes. That's number one. Everyone wants to win. Right. But at the same time, you also want to make sure you maximize your talent. And for him, is he maximizing his talent here right now? No. No. Of I mean, he's not. underperforming. This is a guy. Uh, uh, let's you be think, fair. Now. You think he looks at Nathaniel Hackett's offense like, well, this is. I'm sure he laughs at it. A thousand yards for a running back or receiver. I, I know it's still a milestone. It's not that miraculous. Like now, you, they're different now. 18 ga- 17 games, 18 games. You should be able to put up. Yeah, but with this, I mean, with right. this situation. Right. No, the fact that he has succeeded to this extent. But what, what, what is it? Like 60 something yards? But it's 60 something yards a game to get no, to 1,000 yards? Right. I understand. It's not easy to do. And on top of that, I mean, when you look at what he's dealt with, with, I mean, even last year, with the quarterback position last year to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. I love and him. And to follow it up with, I mean, the quarterback situation they've had this year. I'm going to give you three options. You ready? Yep. Okay. RJ and Raymond, you can play as well. Yeah, like. let's go. Come on, guys. Play. Um, three options. Yep. For the Because Garrett Wilson will be your 1A or 1B receiver okay. next year, right? Yep. I can offer you T. Higgins. Okay. I can offer you... Devontae Adams. Okay. I can offer you Mike Evans. Ooh. That's a good one. Because one of those three, in my mind, will be on the Jets. Well, one's going to cost you... Just money. Just Well, two. It just cost you money. Right. The only one's one that's going to cost you commodity is... is um, Tay. Yeah. Calls him Tay. Right. Actually, had a, uh, he said yesterday, they were talking about sitting guys, and Aaron said that um, if, if Devontae, Tay... Had a specific um, clause? No, a specific number, like some historical. Like so, if he's going to to set the you know, Green Bay Packers most right. most yards and receiving yards in a season, and they were scheduled to have the day off, and Tay wanted to play, Aaron would be he would all, play he would all in great because he would want to be a part of it. It's kind of teammate he is. Uh, I would say Aaron probably wants Devontae. I, I'm I'm sure he does, but that's not my question. My question to you is, which of those three guys would you want for them Ooh. to bring? In? All Mike Evans does is catch touchdowns, man. He's amazing. At, at, but the, he's end of, at the end than, of the day, you know, the, the only thing that matters right. is what Aaron wants. Right. So, I mean, so, just the natural answer is going to be. Talks, well, he, but that's the truth, though. You can say what you want. You pick the guy you want. If, I mean, if he wants Devontae Adams and there's a real chance that, like, in Vegas is going to be willing to move him, then it's going to be Devontae Adams. No? Probably. Right. Yeah. I wonder what the Raiders are going to do at quarterback. I wonder if there's anything the Raiders could do at quarterback, which would like Justin Fields. Does that does that make Devontae Adams? Well, want to I stay think it's there? also how much does Devontae Adams believe in whoever they hire? Are they going to make the same mistake they made with Skarnekia? And no, it wasn't Skarnekia. Um, no, I mean Basaccia. Basaccia. Yeah, with uh, Antonio Pierce. The guys want to play for him. They love. They love him. Right. So does Devontae Adams love him and believe that he could? Take this team where they need to go. It's got to go further than that, though, right? It's got to look up to the entire organization. Is Mark Davis the kind of owner that's going to, you know? I think the guys actually like Mark Davis. I think they do too. I think they do too. But is the allure of New York and Aaron Rodgers just too much? But then, if you're the Jets, don't you? And maybe I'm wrong. Don't you have to overpay for like? If you're going to make him available and teams are going to offer you whatever they're going to offer you, if you're the Jets and you have to get him because you have to placate Aaron Rodgers. Don't you have to, kind of have to overpay to bring in Devontae Adams? Well, I think it also depends, though. I mean, it depends on what kind of relationship I think he has with... You're going to pay a premium. Like, what kind of relationship does he have with Mark Davis? And does Mark Davis want to make sure that Devontae gets to go to a place that he wants? Right. I don't know the answer to that question. I mean, you're going to have to give up a what? A second-round pick for him, at least? Um, Listen, if if Aaron wants him, yeah. I mean, you're going to give up what it takes to get him. Well, would you rather have Mike Evans for nothing, like just money, or T. Higgins for just money, or or give a second round pick? Don't I mean? It kind well, of flies the, in the face I, of what they're, they're no. trying to do, though. What they're trying to win a championship right now. Okay, That's what they're trying to do. Okay, so Mike Evans is a great receiver. Well, I understand that, but he doesn't have a relationship with Mike Evans. But, but uh, then I keep my second round. No, pick. but haven't we just we just established two segments ago that everything they've done has revolved around what makes Aaron Rodgers happy. So if you're going to bring back a coaching staff that probably doesn't deserve to be back, especially the offensive side of it, because Aaron wa- Aaron likes the situation he's in, you're going to give you're going to give Aaron the pieces he needs to win a championship. So this is so what happens if Aaron Rodgers stinks? Is not stinks. What happens if Aaron Rodgers, the GM or the the demander of what he wants, is not as great as well, it everyone? hasn't been? Well, but because he's been hurt, I understand that. But I mean, still, 
You're asking him to to make up for a lot of bad decisions. A- Aaron Rodgers. See, this could go two ways. Aaron Rodgers could walk down the streets of New York City and be a conquering hero. Aaron Rodgers could walk down the streets of New York City and be be you know have, have tomatoes thrown at him if it doesn't go well. Well, if they throw tomatoes, but well, they yeah, they, they throw tomatoes. probably worse than tomatoes. But but you know, at, like, at like, this point, like like he's coming to a fork in the road where yeah, it's like I know. either you know get things done or, or yeah. Get but out I of think here. he has. I mean, that's the kind of confidence he has in himself. And the other thing too is the the offense doesn't have to be the best the best offense in the NFL. It has to be good. That's it. Because it's been that bad. I mean, I just I read to you the 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 categories. Offensive categories and how bad the Jets are. It's pathetic. In them. It's pathetic. Offensive line is a huge problem. That has to be. I don't care how good Aaron Rodgers is. He, he will not be what we need if the offensive line is this bad. So, Ray, can you not play the game because you're swayed by what they'll do because of Aaron Rodgers? No, I'm not saying I don't play the game. I'm just telling you at the end of the day, you know okay. what's going to happen. So, so, but I'll tell you, if I had my choice, it'd be T. Higgins. It would be T. Higgins. Uh, and I got I to gotta also make an argument for Evans, too, because the guy puts up numbers at, at every single year. And he could probably be just what the Jets need in, cer- in terms of size. And he's a big, yeah, he's a big so, receiver. I mean, and all that guy does is catch I, I could make a case for I could make a case for each of them because Devontae Adams is, is still a, a monster. I think T. Higgins is the best one because he has the, he has the most upside right now. Oh, and he's the youngest. Yeah. Exactly. And what is T. Higgins? 26? 24. Yeah. 24? Yeah. I mean, you could get another five years. Well, you're also taking on two. You're also going to take on the money, too, when you're trading for Devontae. And that cap, but, right? But, even but even with Higgins, it costs a ton too. Okay, but even even with a new contract, he's not going to break the bank. You know, I don't think T Higgins is going to cost you. I mean, Devontae Adams' cap hit this upcoming season is going to be almost tw- it's going to be twenty five million. <sighs> it's a big number. That's a big number. That but is a big uh, number. Again, I mean, you're trying to win this year. You sure are. So, all right, let's let's break. We'll come back. Haven't done any Knicks. They have a an eight thirty game tonight. Oh, great. What a treat that's going to be. We'll get into the Knicks and more Jets and stuff you missed and all of it on ninety eight seven ESPN. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call or click Granger.com or just stop on by and say hello. Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.